0: You're listening to the Forest Hill Parenting Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Forest Hill Parent Podcast, where we want to inspire parents to make faith in Jesus a priority in their families. My name is Todd Lesher. Thank you so much for joining us. It's good to have you with us on this episode. Today, we are having a conversation with Belinda Johnson, who is on staff at Forest Hill Church, and we're going to be talking about the topic of letting kids fail. That's right. We're going to talk about letting kids fail. Belinda, thank you so much for being with us. You're welcome. So tell us a little bit about yourself. What you do at church. Tell us if tell us about your family. Anything like that.
1: All right. Okay. So I am a counselor on staff in the Karen and Counseling, and I am. This is my second career. I originally was a teacher in my former life. And then God called me back to school, back to seminary in 2005, and I graduated in 2009. And I did work at Forest Hill, at uh, uh, interned and was a resident at Forest Hill. And now I'm back. I was in private practice for six years, and now I'm back. And I am married 36 years and counting to my high school sweetheart. And we have two daughters
0: That's great. Well, thank you so much for sharing all that and being with us. Today, we're talking about letting kids fail, and that could be understood in a variety of ways. So how would you describe it to our listeners to give us a more kind of full body perspective?
1: So letting our kids fail, it's really hard because as parents, we really love our children deeply, and we have this overwhelming desire to protect them Mm -hmm. and to help them in any way possible. And the idea that we could sit by and watch them make mistakes, Mm -hmm. not be successful at different things, it's very hard as parents. Uh, So it's, it's a very relevant topic. Sometimes when we prevent the opportunities they have of learning from their mistakes... We are really interfering with God's natural law, mm. of um, reaping and sowing, mm-hmm. sowing and reaping. Yep. I guess would be more appropriate, mm-hmm. and His, you know, natural law of cause and effect.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of that idea that uh, you kind of have to experience or face the consequences of the decisions that you make.
1: Right. And of your actions, even uh, inadvertent Mm -hmm. decisions or choices. I was thinking, you know, we all have phones, right? If I drop my phone, let go of it, it's going to drop, right? So we have gravity that comes into play uh, accidentally, perhaps. But what's the consequence? Well, my phone could shatter or the face. Yeah. could shatter. And we have all seen plenty of those, (laughs) haven't we? So just, it's part of what we face as human beings in this world.
0: Yeah. taking responsibility for what you've done. Right. Yeah. So when it comes to your personal life and even kind of your professional career, both Mm -hmm. as a teacher and as a counselor, why is it difficult for parents to allow or watch their kids fail?
1: Well, you know, I was thinking about this. And when our children are born and they put that baby in your arms yep. and you just are filled with this overwhelming love that you have for your, your child. And it, for me personally, it was an experience that unlike any experience I'd ever had in my life. Mm. And I vowed to protect my child right. and love my child to the best of my ability. And it also gave me an inkling of how God loves us, Mm. which was pretty amazing because sometimes not all of us come from very healthy families, a two-parent family. And I myself never really had a father. Mm. So it was hard to always imagine God's love for myself. But when I had a child, I suddenly got the parent thing, and it gave me uh, some insight into that love. So it's hard uh it's hard to let go of that. Professionally, as a teacher, I sort of had the inside track of what that's like uh, from the other side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in my career, I spent over 20 years as a teacher through a fourth through 12th grade. And I encountered many parents who interfered <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with uh, the education that was occurring you know, in the classroom, um, out of the misguided thought that they were helping their child, and n- parents are really wanted in the classroom to help their kids. So it's not that that education isn't to be encouraged. However, when you may do the work for the for the their child, mm-hmm. or uh, you know maybe then receive a grade that is less than what you think your child deserves, uh, you may be interrupting the natural law that God has put into place. And it's really important that we allow our children to experience from a young age uh, that natural law of Mm. sowing and reaping. When children are small, it's... um, their mistakes are small. Right. And as they get older, their mistakes become are larger and become more impactful yeah. and have more of an effect on their lives. And if we protect overprotect them while they're young, it, you know, helping them maybe too much with their work, then as they're older, they're not going to have the necessary tools to do the work they need to do. But also the mistakes are going to have more of a consequence on their Mm -hmm. um, lives. And that could be very detrimental to their success as adults. Yeah. So it's sort of an incremental process, right? Right, Right. yeah. Letting them have those small failures or unsuccessful attempts so that they learn how to... um, do the work that they need to do. And, you know, the other thought is that some of us excel in different areas and that... You know, perhaps your child is not necessarily good at academics, but they're good in sports, or maybe they're good in the arts, or maybe they're good relationally. I mean, mm-hmm. in areas that we may not necessarily grade, yeah, but are really just as important as some of the other areas. And so, knowing your child, allowing them to grow, um, is essential.
0: Yeah, and the thing that the thing that connected there is what you said at the start with kind of your understanding of a loving parent. Mm -hmm. And then you have this example from your career Mm -hmm. as a teacher is sometimes that love can, like you said, do the work for them Mm -hmm. or actually guard them from growing or maturing and kind of understanding the, the thought process that goes in place. And we need to help our children as their brains develop to think through, hey, if you do this, there is a consequence. Or if you do this, this is the outcome of it. And so kind of a demonstration of loving parenting Mm -hmm. is, hey, you are loved and you are accepted, included, validated in this home, whether you fail or you succeed, Mm -hmm. but that it doesn't guard them from every failure that they face. And that's what I love about kind of the incremental failures. Mm-hmm. So you can't solve every problem for them because once they leave the home right. in 18 years, yes. they're they're not going to be able to have you there as a parent to solve all the problems for them.
1: That's correct. And as I start, said that when they're babies, it's hard to imagine that we're actually beginning the preparation yep. of the day that they will leave home and yep. become uh, adults, successful, good citizens. Uh, hopefully we've raised them you know with the foundation of Christ and yeah. they will one day take ownership of that faith yep. but uh, just with their faith we can't do that for them and we really can't do um, their their work for them either right,
0: right. and the, another thought that I was thinking as you were sharing and we kind of talked about this uh, before we started recording was that sometimes you would get a call or a visit from a parent who was, You know, upset about the grade that their son or daughter Mm -hmm. received. And maybe they were upset because they were the ones who did the work for their (laughs) child. And so they were upset (laughs) that you were grading them as a parent and not just their child. Yes. Yes. So in some of this, it is very much kind of uh, securing our identity as parents to begin with.
1: Yes. Yes. And
0: that it's not. A poor reflection on us. Our parent. Our our children's failure is not yes. a poor reflection on us. Yes. Is if we, uh, you know, project other people's thoughts yes. on us to go, oh, what will they think if I allow yeah. my my child to fail, yeah, in this area yes. instead of coming to their rescue yes. every time. Yes. But at the same time, I get it. I want to be a super parent. Yes. I want to be a hero. Oh sure. You know? Yeah.
1: We all want to be, and that's the the thing is that a lot of times we will view our children as extensions of ourselves and that's not necessarily a very healthy view. And our children are very unique. They're really a each one's a masterpiece that God has designed Mm -hmm. in a very unique way. And they have a very special purpose and plan God does for their lives. And we may see a different plan Mm -hmm. and not Intentionally interfere with God's plan, but unintentionally because we we see them and and we we um, may interrupt the process that God has for them, mm-hmm. and so it is important that we recognize their individuality and that they give them the opportunity to have ownership mm-hmm. of their lives. Yeah. And uh, I was thinking about this, how David Chadwick always says it's a snare to compare. Mm -hmm. And so we think that also, we think that we compare our son or daughter to our friend's son or daughter. And we may end up disappointed because... We're not viewing the whole child. We maybe just be viewing one aspect of the child. Yeah. So it's really important to just let our kids be who they are, to love them, <clears throat> excuse me, as they are, yeah. and to allow God to uh, grow our kids.
0: Yeah, and even to kind of just acknowledge that the pictures we put online are the best (laughs) pictures yes we don't put our bad pictures i do respect (laughs) the parents who put out there be like hey here's just a picture of my kitchen (laughs) <laughs> it, it blew up today. Right. My life is a hot mess. And I'm like, yes. I respect you as a parent. But that yes. the majority of us, myself included, I'm like, yes. I'm going to put the best looking picture of myself yes. on there. <laughs> few and far between, but I'm going to find them and I'm going to put them yes. up there, our best versions of ourselves. But that's right. not realistic no. when it comes to what no. we face every day as parents with our yes. With the failures that we that we deal with and yeah. have to confront and embrace ourselves. The other thing that you mentioned uh, in there is we are teaching our kids to take ownership of their lives. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that idea that that is one of the most important roles mm-hmm. that we play as parents. And it kind of goes to one of the questions that we hear that that we have here is you know, what is the goal or the hope behind letting kids fail? You had mentioned that we're we're preparing for the day they leave our home, Mm -hmm. right? And then I love what you said, taking ownership Mm -hmm. of their lives. Mm -hmm. But what else would you say is kind of a hope behind or a goal behind letting our kids fail?
1: Well, it's a similar process that God does with us. God disciplines those whom he loves and discipline is to bring about correction Mm -hmm. and righteousness and it's for conforming us into the image of Christ and... Uh, you know, I was thinking about that we are in the process of becoming. Yeah. Our children are in the same process. Yeah. Why would we expect more out of them than, the, than we might recognize in our own selves? Mm. And so it's an essential part of um, just allowing them to grow mm-hmm. is um, yeah, giving them the opportunity to experience the consequences of Mm. their actions. Yeah.
0: Almost somewhat of a fear that if I don't, God won't. Hmm. Of just going, but that's, but it's kind of a misconception or a misunderstanding that just the idea, you know, the God of the universe loves our children more than we love our children as parents. Hmm. It's kind of a mind blowing perspective. Like there's no one in the universe who could love my children as much as I do. Right. God does. (laughs) Right. And to trust that love yeah. that you, even you mentioned that yeah. you experience as a, as a parent of right. going, whoa, I've never known love like this. Yeah. Well, we've never known the love God has right. for our children because that's who God is. That's what God possesses. Yeah. And that kind of connects it to our personal faith. We mm. talked about identity a little mm-hmm. bit, but how, how do you see or um, how can our faith in God help us as parents respond to our kids' failures?
1: Well, as I I talked about that, we are becoming more Christ-like. Our children are in the same process as that process of sanctification. And just as we have to um, allow God to sanctify us, we need to allow God to sanctify our Mm -hmm. children Mm -hmm. in a sense. Mm
0: -hmm. God is doing something. Yeah. God God is up to good, right? He is. God is always working, working for our good.
1: That's right.
0: You know, And for our children's good. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: But we have this ideal sometimes in our mind that just yes. goes, this is how I want it to go. Right. This is who I want my kid to be. Yes. This is where I want them yeah. to end up. Yeah. And God goes, yeah, I have a plan for them too. <laughs>
1: That's correct. And
0: trying to discern that in community, uh, in the context of what scripture has to say or how Mm -hmm. the spirit is leading us, but just kind of in that going, God, am I aligned with you? Mm -hmm. I want you to raise and form my children. I offer myself Mm -hmm. as a servant to join you in that work.
1: That's correct. And you know, we, going back to the idea that our kids can be a reflection of us and our children, um, also can become almost like idols Mm, mm, to our fora or uh, or that we idolize them. And I think that that is um, something that can happen pretty often in families. I know it happened in my own family. And God has a way, though, of once again allowing, you know, The natural law, Hmm. the consequences of our actions to bring us more into his likeness. Mm -hmm. And he has a way of maybe arranging the circumstances of our lives, allowing us to experience things that help us get the correct hierarchy Mm -hmm. back into our family systems. It sounds like positioning
0: a little bit is you can position your Family around your children, right? Or you can position your family around God.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 I see that professionally. I saw that as a teacher, mm. and I saw that. I see that as a counselor. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's as parents, we just love our kids so mm-hmm. much, and sometimes that love. Uh, becomes unhealthy. Mm-hmm. there's too much um, of a, a fusing with our child and mm-hmm. so God is gracious enough to maybe bring that to our attention mm-hmm. and uh, even allowing even the the things our children experience may help us begin to put those that that order back mm-hmm. into play where God is, the center. Yeah. Yeah. And not our family or our kids. And I mean, we can do it with our spouses Mm -hmm, also. mm -hmm. Uh, it's just not kids. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So we'll, we'll wrap it up here, but when it comes to letting our kids fail, it can either discourage us or drive us. Mm -hmm. So what, what final piece of encouragement do you have for the parents listening for letting their kids fail and kind of, uh, I don't know maybe have to cope with it or confront it or deal with it or accept it so what's a, a piece of encouragement that you can give them
1: well I guess I would think about first of all is possibly not thinking about it as failure mm. but thinking about it as they're experiencing yeah life and it is um opportunity to learn I, I in a way I don't I don't and, and maybe it's because now I'm a little bit older, hmm. so I'm not caught up in the family, you know, wanting my kids to make A's or B's mm-hmm. or be an NHS mm-hmm. or, you know, be the star of the sports teams or, you know, whatever, or look like a million bucks or, yep. you know. Yep. Um, but I think about it as they are experiencing life and learning. And, you know, whether you call it the school of hard knocks, Hmm. experiential learning, (laughs) if you think about your own life, you know, where have you grown the most? Mm. You know, you've grown the most through the things that haven't always turned out the way you anticipated. Mm -hmm. And then how did you respond? And, you know, If there was something you really wanted, did you go after it? Mm. Did you really work hard at it? And did you allow yourself to give up? Or did you just consider it a challenge Mm -hmm. and maybe determine I'm going to try harder? So not thinking of it as failing, but maybe the idea of mistakes or opportunities for growth Mm. or, um, you know, sort of a rerouting or redirecting yeah. of maybe uh, what was once a goal. So I think maybe even the idea of in a way eliminating failure, mm. but recognizing the value of falling down and getting back up and trying again. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I love just that idea that as parents, we're in this. Yes. This is This is a beautiful task that God has given us, Mm -hmm. responsibility, privilege, whatever word you want to use, but that we're in it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And so when our kids fail, that we're going to work through with them. Right. You know, I I think of, for some reason, my kids spill drinks all the time. Mm. And if that's kind of just a metaphor for the failures that they're (laughs) faced is it's going to happen. I'm going to yeah. give them cups without sippy lids, uh, right. and they're going to knock it over. That's it's correct. just an invitation to knock it over. Yes. It's an invitation to fail. Yes. But I could get up and be like, hey, why'd you spill that water again? Can't, or can't yes. you grow up? Right. And I can get up there and get a towel, or I can say, hey, we make mistakes. Yes. Can you go get a towel and clean it up? Yes. And just understand. Let's yeah. take it a little bit slower next time. Yes. And then we can coach through. Somewhat carent- parenting for a season is equal to coaching. Yes, in some uh, ways.
1: Yeah, I do believe that, and I think that uh, one of the last things I was thinking about as you were talking mm-hmm. that for parents, what their kids are doing is not necessarily about the parent. Mm. It's not about you. Yeah. It's their their thing. Yeah, let them own it.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, don't. Sweat the small stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just love them. Recognize each stage of life that they're at. Yeah, uh, we're going to expect different things of our babies and toddlers and preschoolers than we do elementary, middle school, high school, college, yeah. and beyond. Yeah. and remember, our brains are still growing yeah. until we're twenty-five. I, <laughs> I wish know. I'd known that. I know that's wild. No. <laughs> that is wild.
0: It is. Yeah. And, and that God hasn't given up on us no. as parents, and He will not give up on them.
1: That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah,
0: awesome. Belinda, thanks so much for your time. Let me say a prayer for our parents. Okay. God, we thank you for this time that we could have this conversation uh, around a a pretty sensitive subject. Mm-hmm. But it's it's something that you're aware of, and just like Belinda said, something that you've incorporated into our very lives kind of the law of sowing and reaping of decisions and consequences and and facing them, learning from them, growing, maturing. It's all part of it. And that parents get to play a unique role in walking alongside, Mm -hmm. coaching, uh, participating in this learning experience. So give our parents the grace they need to face their children's failures with wisdom, with patience, knowing that it is producing in them the work that you're already doing And so we want to acknowledge that and take part of it and center our lives around what you're doing. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Parent on parents, you got this. Thanks for joining us for the Forest Hill Parenting Podcast, where we want to inspire parents to make faith in Jesus the priority in their families. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you showed your support by sharing, subscribing, and rating this podcast on iTunes. To watch our services live or find the campus nearest to you, visit foresthill.org.